Roger, roger. Roger, roger. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Roger Roger Podcast. As always, I'm Derek. And this is Charles here, guys. Super excited to talk about more Star Wars here on the Roger Roger Podcast. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Oh yeah, this is an exciting one again. You know, as we're in the middle of Bad Batch season, we're going to be covering those episodes as they are released. But there's so much more to Star Wars than the Bad Batch, and that's what episodes like these are trying to do. Bring more discussions into the fold of the Roger Roger podcast. And we have something a little wild cooked up today, don't we, Derek? Yes, and you said it perfectly. There's a lot more to Star Wars than just the Bad Batch. In fact, there's almost 170,000 different things to Star Wars. (laughs) Um, So today, (laughs) we are going to do a lore dive on Wikipedia. Basically, we're, we're going to search a random article, talk about that, see what the context is, and then after each article... We're going to play the Six Degrees to the B1 Battle Droid. So basically, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. This was before smartphones and stuff. If you were bored in school and you were at the computer lab or something, you go on Wikipedia, you do Six Degrees to Kevin Bacon, find a random article, and then you go, how many clicks can you get to Kevin Bacon? Here we're doing the B1 Battle Droid. Yeah, we were thinking about Vader. Originally, originally, yeah. Originally, yeah. we were going to do, oh, we'll just do to Vader. But then it's like, oh, and you can get to Vader in like two clicks because this whole, yeah. all of Star Wars is about Darth Vader. You just are like, oh, you click the relevant movie, you click Darth Vader, and you're done. So hopefully, by choosing the beloved B1 battle droid, we can have a little bit more fun fun and see how we can Mm. go so we're going to take turns randomly generating an article i hope we get some really fun deep lore stuff like we did a test run of this and derek you got like you got like space rock candy or something yeah and i got one of like one specific like media it was very i've never heard of it yeah me neither and then i got some weird scholastic book from star in the star wars universe so so many Fun things out there to talk oh, about. Oh, what else did and you get I, right off the bat? Oh, the very first one was the second episode of The Bad Batch. So we said there's more to Star Wars than The Bad Batch, but you know what? We just might generate some Bad Batch content. And Maybe if that's not. the case, then we have to <laughs> go through it. So let's go ahead and get started. Derek, would you do the honors of going first and generating our first ever random article of lore from Wikipedia? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I think while you're generating that, I think it's worth mentioning that oh, Wikipedia is is a Wikipedia made by Star Wars fans that is entirely Star Wars content. So if it ever appeared in any kind of Star Wars show, movie, book, any kind of bizarre thing you could think of, someone has very likely written a page on it and entered it and submitted it to Wikipedia. And well, I. I- believe it was bought out by fandom.com but yes. it's still you know referred to in the community and the main icon is still wikipedia the star wars wiki mm-hmm. but it's not the url anymore i think mm-hmm. it still works if you type it in manually it will redirect mm-hmm. you to here but okay so just realized we might have trouble pronouncing a lot of these things especially oh, me gosh. all right so cal like dan cal dan 
Kaliki Dan, something mm-hmm. like that. So the Kaliki Dan <laughs> <laughs> was the highest ranking spiritual <laughs> leader of the Ishi Tib on Tiburin. At one point, following the Battle of Yavin, Leia and Luke were to meet the incumbent Kaliki Dan on behalf of the rebels to restore the Republic. Okay. So where is this from? Star Wars Adventures 4 and 5 mentioned only. Star Wars Adventures. Let's see what that is real quick. Star Wars Adventures, eh? It is a comic. Oh, it's a recent comic. 2017. Huh. So look at that. So this is a specific character of this race? Is that what's happening? I believe it is the... I believe uh, not a, a character by name, but uh, the highest ranking spiritual leader. So I'm thinking like the Dalai Lama type oh, of thing. Oh, I see. Of it's a this, station. Of this planet. Okay. Yeah, so what is this? Is this a planet? Oh, these are the... Ishi Tib are very... Uh, green alien looking aliens with kind of a beak but they got like separated eyes i don't think i've seen them before so they were designed for return of the jedi by concepts by you know one of the original artists sculptors and it was nicknamed starfish and mm. I guess that's just by the look of its face is kind of amphibious in a way. And there is an Ishi Tib lurking in Jabba's palace. Um, oh, in the background somewhere? In, in the background. Um, and there's also mentions of these races in the uh, Return of the Jedi novelization. Uh so, but it's Ishi Tib. They say, oh, it may have originally been a character name because it's referred to Ishi Tib, the bird lizard, as one of Jabba's, as one of Jabba's people. And then so it it's became an intu- a race. Yeah, I think so. As the lore expanded, yeah. So it seems like Leia and Luke were meeting um, this spiritual leader on this planet to basically reestablish the Republic. Hey, hey, do you want to join us? We, you know, we're the uh, the rebels. Now we're in charge. We got to get this stuff going again. Join us. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Cause Doesn't it, sound like they met them though. So obviously, no. oh, the uh, the uh, the name of the comic was the Trouble at Tabrin. So I guess <laughs> something went wrong and they didn't meet him. Yeah, I think they <laughs> ran into a little bit of trouble and it did not end up happening. So oh, here yeah. you go. Essentially, a high-ranking governor. Okay. Okay. A high-ranking cool. governor. And it seems like a bunch of them, who knows? I mean, the ones that we've seen in the movies or in Jabba's palace, so they may have had a hard time. But who knows? Maybe that was just one rogue yeah. Ishi Tib. <laughs> I'd never heard of the Ishi yeah, Tib before, be. so I learned something today. Yeah. All right, so... Charles, are you on the same page as me? You want to try to get to B1 Battle Droid? I mean, I'm on the Ishi Tib page. I can't find the other page that you're referring to because I can't spell it because you can't pronounce it. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but, but you can link yeah, me, I guess. There we go. I think, I'm, I think I was pretty close. I am going to link you real quick, guys. So hang on but, tight. 
just a Charles sense here. The Ishi Tib were amphibious in. beings with large eyes on stalks and beak-like mouths. Their heads were often described as star-shaped, with their eye stalks, beaks, and cheek pouches forming a five-pointed star. Their lungs doubled as internal gills, and they had an acute sense of smell on land or in the water. Their green skins retained humidity, but an Ishitib had to bathe in salt water every 30 hours or so, or their skin would crack wow. open, resulted in internal and external bleeding and death. Their language oh, was Tibranese. It, it just amazes me how much kooky lore is out there in star wars and how much detail it gets into like there's this race that has to bathe in salt water every 30 minutes or 30 hours that's yeah pretty wild. i mean their habitat is aquatic so if they're gonna live out of the water they gotta moist they gotta moisturize they gotta moisturize but now the question becomes can we go from kalakidan the highest ranking spiritual leader of the ishitib to b1 battle droids now, I think we should avoid clicking movie titles or, um, like, media titles if we can avoid it. I guess, but there's only, like, five links here. I know. I, I think know. the only way to get there is through Luke. one of the movies. No, you think Luke, I, I, huh? Yeah, because then we could go Luke to maybe Anakin into Clone Wars time. Okay, so Kaliki Dan to Luke. Let's do yeah. that. All right, so we're on the Luke Skywalker page, which is great. Got a lot of options from here. Got a lot of, you know, the world is your oyster here. The question is, how do we get to before he was born? You know, we need to get to the B1 battle droid. Well, I see Obi-Wan right off the bat. That would be... Yeah, I see Anakin Skywalker. I see Padme. Oh, Clone Wars. <laughs> Easy. Oh, you see the Clone Wars? Yeah, nice. go to Biography right at pre-birth. I'm just going to Control-F Clone Wars. <clears throat> oh, yes, here we go. Pre-birth. Yep. You know you're a big deal when you get a pre-birth section. <laughs> okay, so now we, we went from the Kalikidan to Luke to the Clone Wars. Battle Droid is in the first... There's a battle. Nice. All right. So now we're on the battle droid page, but not the B1. And it's oh. right here. <laughs> Got it. Battle droid and then B1. Mm -hmm. All right. So, we did it. So what do we have? We had Kaliki Dan. We had Dan. Kaliki Dan, which we're, that's just what we're calling it. Um, Luke, to Luke. To Clone Wars, to battle droids, to B1. So we got it in five. Pretty good. Didn't even need the yeah. six. No, we, we did it. It was actually only four degrees, right? Luke, Clone Wars, Battle Droid, B1. Yeah, I, I meant pages, but it is four degrees, yeah. yeah oh, and we funny, did it. Yeah, oh, this is hysterical. So um, it's not that funny, actually, but under production information, it goes class and that stuff, but degree, it's fourth degree droid, and we got there in four degrees. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what that means, go. but was that's... It was meant to be. All right. Well, that was fun. You know, I learned something and we connected it back to the B1 Battle Droid. And isn't that all that really matters? It, it all so. comes back to the B1 Battle Droid. And, that's and here why you we're can learn here. a little more, too. Fourth class droids, or fourth degree droids, were droids skilled mm. in security and military functions. Mm. Mm. So I guess, you know, protocol droids, astromechs would be in other classes. 
stuff like that. Didn't know. Interesting. Yeah, B1 series battle droids. All right, well, I think we're ready for a new article. This time, I am going to hit the randomizer to see what exactly we're going to get from ourselves today. This is a very short page. Uh, we'll see what we can do here. It's called the Vandelhelm Cloud. V-A-N-D-E-L-H-E-L-M. Drop me a link. I sure did. It's already in the chat. Wow. Vandelhelm Cloud was a vast asteroid field that encompassed the Vandelhelm system, obviously. The Vandelhelm Cloud made it impossible for the planet of Vandelhelm to be located on sensors, and due to its density, also hindered space travel to all but the smallest starships. And then it wow. looks like it appeared in Star Wars 98, which must be called Supply and Demand. I believe that's which, an old comic. It is an old comic. Let's see if it has the year. In 85. It. 85, okay. May 14th, so, oh, 1985. Sorry. So the uh, picture we have for this is the Millennium Falcon trying to get through the cloud, and it does not look yes, like it's and, doing a bad job. Yeah, it's a story about... Yeah. yeah, and Han Solo was sent on a mission to the planet Vandalhelm, and I guess ran into some to some cloud issues there. <laughs> well, the cloud is actually asteroids, but you know, you know, you know. Right, and then it's got Chewbacca is on leave to Kashyyyk, and Leia is wow. meeting with some of the major players in the Alliance of Free Planets, so Han is forced to go on a mission to a former Imperial prison planet with uh, Nien Nub. As his co-pilot and the Millennium Falcon. It does Falcon. not have a link. Wow. No, it does not have a page, which is kind of crazy. Oh, but... it's above. The link's above. Oh, okay, okay. Nub. Okay, cool. So, yeah, interesting. It's a, it's oh, cool. you've seen Nia Nub, for sure. Which one is Nia He's Nub? Uh, definitely in the Rebel Alliance. I don't oh. know how to describe his face. It's like flappy. <laughs> oh, does he have a mustache? No. Oh, that's not the one I'm thinking of. You, 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 100% know this guy. Okay, I'm, I'm, I found the page. I'm going. I'm going to the. Oh, he doesn't have a mustache, but it is who I thought he was. Yeah. Right. He's almost human-looking. He's a very iconic character in the original trilogy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. So. Got it. And the cover for the Star Wars '98 is pretty. Cool. It's very vintage. It's a cool. Looking. Is this a Marvel comic? I wonder. It says Marvel in the corner. It does of the picture. oh, there you go. Yeah. Wow. It's so the cover of this is like a space battle, but there are clone troopers. Well, they're not just clone in space. Troopers. This like, is this is. This oh, takes, excuse me. Uh, stormtroopers. Yeah, stormtroopers. Uh, just like hovering around in space, shooting. Yeah. So like on a on a spacewalk with no tether. Yeah, and they're fighting somebody else. It's a, it's a really cool cover. Yeah, and it's very vintage, retro-looking, almost like yeah. an old-school pinball machine or something. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. So, all right. So that is the Vendelhelm Cloud, which featured proudly in Star Wars 98. The thing is, can we get from the Vendelhelm Cloud to the B-1 battle droid? And I think we go to the Star Wars 98 page, right? I think that's the next thing. Um, star starships maybe? Nah, uh, yeah, I guess we we go. Um, 
Yeah, it's either that or starships. I don't think we're going to get any further with Vendel Helm or Asteroid. Let's, no, we're going to. Let's go to ditch. the to Star Wars ninety eight because that had Han Solo in it. And... Okay. Okay, so we're at Star Wars ninety eight, and so do we go? Do we go Millennium Falcon? Do we go Han Solo? Do we go Kashyyyk? Um, Chewbacca? I mean, we go Kashyyyk for the invasion of Kashyyyk in Episode three. I like it. So we're going from mm-hmm. Vandalhelm Cloud to Star Wars 98 to Kashyyyk. And then now that we're on Kashyyyk, we are looking for the Battle of Kashyyyk, you say? I would think so. History, the Clone Wars under Kashyyyk. At the start of the Clone uh, Wars. Or we could just click Clone Wars again. Oh, yeah, we just click Clone Wars. Should we not do that? Let's not do that. No, that's, I mean, how else are you going to get there? Clone Wars, Battle Droids, and then the B1. So how many degrees? So we got it. It's one, two, three, four, five. One extra step than last time, but very effective. That one was a little harder. Yeah, that one was a little harder. The Vandalhelm Cloud, everybody. We learned something. Again, I learned something new. I did not know about the Vandalhelm Cloud. I did not know about the Kali... <laughs> or anything, we we so. still don't, but <laughs> yeah, but uh, we're we're you are always learning. So Wikipedia, cool. vast wealth of knowledge. All right, here we go. I'm going for one. What do we got? Random page. Regent administrator. Ooh, Ooh the regent. <laughs> that sounds like an empire situation. <laughs> here we go. The regent administrator was a position held by the leader of the Alderan. Flatoila. Oh, so it's a republic thing? Yeah, it, the, a collection of star tri- sh- excuse me, starships that carried the Alderinians who survived the destruction of their homeworld. Look at that. Flotilla. Oh, I think that's Flotilla, excuse me. So there was uh, some sort of like, you know, disaster relief thing going on with people from Alderaan? Yeah, I guess it's basically a fleet of ships of Alderinians who escaped and they kind of traversed the galaxy for a bit and the regent administrator was the person in charge of this out not outcast but this uh what's the word um this like band of people yeah but there's like a perfect word for it um and I'm blanking on it. Are they like um, a they're like a national guard of Alderaan? No, it's oh my god, <laughs> it's so annoying. You know the word too. It's like people that are we're in a war that end up in another country. Uh, veterans. Um, no. Oh 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 yes, we're I idiots. do know. I know <laughs> they're refugees. Yes, <laughs> I think they're refugees. Wow, we're uh, great. Got it. So a regional administrator is mm-hmm. someone who helps Alderaan refugees navigate the galaxy. Well, he's the leader of the of the refugees, I think. And by the year uh, five ABY, Elglin Val Valmore held the role. Oh, yeah. so is this like a comics thing or a novelization thing? Let's see. First appearance aftermath colon life debt. That sounds this, like a novel, right? It does sound like a novel. And it is... I'm not familiar with the Star Wars novelization. It is a novel. But Aftermath, I think, is one that I have heard of before. The Aftermath Trilogy. Who's the author? Chuck Wendig. 
Hmm. And this is the second book. And it's canon. So it must Ooh. be recent. What do we have here? 2016. Yeah, so I guess it's I the aftermath of the explosion. Yeah, I think I heard of this series aftermath. Um, is that that's cool. So, and I guess it takes place either like during or after the original trilogy. After, I guess it's during. Alderaan had to have been destroyed, right? So, yeah, that's cool. Aftermath, guys, check it out. Sounds exciting. Yeah, you can uh, hear about the region administrator. Yeah, be on the lookout. That's cool. All right. So, do you want me to send a link? Yeah, I mean, you should have sent one while we were talking. I am not as professional as you, Charles. You're <laughs> so keeping we don't us have together. To, so we don't have to talk about it to, to all of our listeners, but this well, is Well, you could spell that one. You could have looked it up while I was rambling. That's true. I just didn't want to. Okay, region administrator. This is no world, Region Administrator. Forgive me for saying, it's just rock. Blasted, wretched rock. That's the quote at the top of the page. Okay. All right, so I'm thinking Alderaan. Yes, I think that's a good one. Right? I'm looking. Yeah. Alderaan. Hmm. Galactic Republic, maybe? That's a good one. They don't have any history from the Clone Wars? They sure do. Um, nothing... You just go Alderaan and then Clone Wars. Oh, wait, I don't see... I don't yeah, think... Alderaan, uh, Clone, Clone Wars, Wars, Wars and you're there. Yep. So what's that? That's region administrator, Alderaan, Clone Alderaan, Wars, Clone Wars, Battle Droids, and then B one. B one Battle Droids four. Done. Yeah, we, I guess that makes sense. We that did it. There guys. would be a a leader of all the refugees. Something you don't really think about. What happens to the rest of the Alderinians that weren't on planet? I mean, at the, the time refugees. Or... Yeah, it just must have been people that were not on the planet at the time. I don't know if they've had if they had any kind of warning or time to escape. No, they did not. That was the problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So it must have just been people that were off world at the time. Maybe in a, uh, a space station or something. Oh no, it would have been blown up as well. The shockwaves. All right. Well, yeah. That's interesting, and it it teased a, a relatively new novelization, canon novelization for Star Wars. Guys, this is canon stuff here. Uh, which yeah, we've we're all over the place. We're in the eighties. We're in yeah. I want to I want to get that comic. I love that cover for that. It's Star really Wars cool. Ninety eight. Yeah, we should oh. maybe share that one or something. So here's one I just drew a random article called rule r-u-u-l parentheses moon rule was a moon of shriul s-r-i-l-u-u-r which belonged to the bulk family b-u-l-k oh boy a lush world of tropical gardens it was the birth world of sora bulk and the site of the bulk estates okay sounds like a pleasant place Okay, okay. 
so Bulk invited several dissident Jedi to the moon in 22 BBY, ostensibly to discuss their opposition to Jedi involvement in the Clone Wars. The truth was that Bulk had fallen to the dark side and now served Count Dooku. The meeting was a trap designed to set the dissidents against the Jedi Order, but Mace Windu exposed his manipulations and the plot failed. Ooh, I guess spoilers for whatever that was. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Appearances. Star Wars, The Old Republic, Shadow of Ravon. Mentioned only. Jedi colon Mace Windu. I would Order say that's 66, a, a Republic comic. Commando novel. Yeah, maybe the Mace Windu comic. Is this, oh, this? 2003 comic. Oh, Dark wow. Horse. Yeah, this is the older mm-hmm. stuff. I don't know if this is canon. It. I'm looking at the page. It, uh, it doesn't say. I don't know if any of the Dark Horse stuff is. I yeah, but it. usually at the top of the page it says canon and non-canon. Or canon in Legends. I mean, it says Legends at the top of the um, Jedi Mace Windu page, anyway. Where are you seeing that? Top oh, right. Oh, there it is. There you go. So it's non-canon. Yeah. But what an interesting story. That's something I really like, that there was a, a place where that it was basically going to hold talks about, hey, should the Jedi really be in the Clone Wars? And the Jedi, obviously, a lot of them didn't think they should be generals they didn't think they should be fighting and to hear like not really peace talks but philosophical arguments about that from the jedi yeah i I think the idea of having dissident jedi at the time right at the end of like episode two Mm -hmm. i you know these are the kind of conversations when we were watching the prequels and having these discussions that we were really embracing was this idea of, you know, Star Wars makes it very black and white. Obviously, there's a dark side and the light side. But, you know, there's merits to not necessarily wanting to be all in in, our, in the involvement of, of the Clone Wars. It's like we're not right. generals. We're not politicians. What are we doing here? Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, the premise seems very exciting. And obviously getting to see Mace Windu do more cool stuff. And, and Dooku, like... He's some big names. I'm surprised he was even there. Because huh. so, he's very militant, you know? Uh, he must have sensed the plot, you know? and But maybe he didn't actually go there. He just exposed the meeting, and who knows? And I wonder his defense to these dissident Jedi, you know? How... how committed was mace windu to being involved in the clone wars i get the sense that he was very committed but maybe he had some reservations but felt like he couldn't do anything to to stop it yeah yeah i wonder what direction they would have taken mace in, in, in that circumstance i feel like mace is very wise and acknowledges a lot of the shortcomings of the jedi at this time but he's also one of the biggest perpetrators so I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't say he acknowledges a lot of the faults of the Jedi. Well, he's like, we've been cut off from the Force. We can't let people know. Like he's Right. That's like <laughs> not what you should be doing. Right. But uh, interesting. I would I mean, like to hear his views on the war. Really, I don't know them. I, I Huh. 
this is a good one. I'm glad we this this is an interesting one. Yeah, well, you guys can check out Jedi colon Mace Windu, the graphic novelization from Dark Horse Comics, and Rule to learn more about Rule, the moon that hosted in opposition to the Jedi involvement in the Clone Wars, but was secretly a trap by Dooku. And obviously, and then, there's oh, a link to Clone Wars right here that would take us right to the yeah, D1 we're already there. Right, so we're already three steps. There. Yeah, but I have to say the I don't I've read some Dark Horse comics. I like them. The graphic we have for Rule here from the comic, not as cool as the Marvel 80s comics. Oh, no, outside. yeah. And even, like, the cover for the Jedi Mace Windu, like, it's in, it's cool, but the Marvel stuff was way more interesting, I think, stylistically. So, yeah, yeah and it is what it is. Not a knock against Dark Horse at all, but uh, oh, no. this one specifically was not as cool and we're just going on what we see right here yep so oh i just i just kept clicking a couple of things found one uh, the defense of camino from dark horse very cool cover Hmm. it's you know a giant clone trooper with um i'd say episode two and three quarters anakin if you could age him Hmm. pretty cool cover so like i said it's just that one yeah, okay. The Defense of Camino, I see it. Uh, cool. Very All right, so how neato. about we each do one more? All right, I think it's your turn now. Yes, sir. What do we got? Oh, Dana Snyder? <laughs> Is that like an actress or something? Um, uh, We'll find out. Is an American actor, stand-up comedian, and writer who voiced Garabella the Hutt in Lego Star Wars. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, versus who is Garbella the Hutt? No picture. What? Oh, no. Not at the top. It's a little lower, which is odd. Oh, they were in... A non-canon Disney XD animated television series of Lego Star Wars: The Freemaker <laughs> Adventures. Never even heard of. Yeah, this is oh, some deep cut yeah, job of the hot floor. June twentieth to August 29th, two thousand sixteen. What a quick run! This is so strange. Very strange. I'm trying to pull up like, and I'm just going to Google because I'm trying to. I want to see Gabriella the Hut. I want to know oh, who no, this person found, is. You could find a a link here. Here, I'll send you the the link. You got to scroll down to find pictures. It's weird. It's not at the top. Oh, who are you, Gab Garbella? I guess I'm saying she, but I think it's uh, it is a he. I believe a he. Garbella, who are you? Oh, he's got a pretty long rap sheet here on Wikipedia. Just from a couple episodes of Lego Star Wars. <laughs> oh my! It's a really long article, but it's got no picture at the top. This is a weird one. Yeah. Oh, skills is... and abilities. Experience with mining. But an incompetent manager whose operating costs exceeds his profits. <laughs> 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 what is this? All right, let's go back to Dana Snyder. American. Let's see, his other projects 
include Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Well, here he goes. Who is he in Aqua Teen Hunger Force? And Chowder. The Cartoon I Network don't know, show. But, I don't know. But um, here's some more fun facts about Grabala. He was discontented with his life of managing an ore mine in the Belgoroth asteroid field and wanted to run a beachside resort and buffet. Unable to obtain startup capital from Jabba, Garbala decided to kidnap the Forge-sensitive Rowan Freemaker and force the boy to reveal the location of the scattered pieces of the Kyber Saber. Hmm. The Kyber Saber? The Kyber Saber. An Where do you ancient see that? Weapon. Click that? This is under personality and traits in the first paragraph way at the bottom for Garbala. Grabala. So, mm-hmm. the Kyber Saber. This must be some like Lego Star Wars lore stuff here. Yeah, I want to see a picture the of The Kyber it, Saber was an ancient artifact of the Jedi created by Bayard Cantu and was later discovered by Rowan Freemaker. The Kyber Saber was a sword made out of several pure Kyber crystals. It was so powerful that its maker smashed it and hid the crystals throughout the galaxy. The lightsaber is only made in Lego form and does not have any replicas. This it does is have a cool glow to it. It kind of looks like the Dark Saber, but light. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's like a very bright blue looking yeah, Dark with, Saber. And it's like a katana blade almost. Yes. Not curved, though, but it's very thin and looks pointed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's cool. Eh. They should, uh, if I mean, if there's a Darksaber, there could be a lightsaber. Where, where, you know. So is all of this Lego Star Wars stuff canon? Yeah, it is. No. Oh, it is canon. This is so weird. This is canon, guys. Oh wait! Wow. First appeared in this in the non-canon Disney XD animated television series. Oh, he was but later the, the canonized. Is canon. He was later canonized by the Star Wars droidography. Okay. Wow, I'd like to see this. Yeah, there's lots of Lego Star Wars yeah. stuff out there. Who knew? Now back to Dana Snyder, our original. He mm. is Milkshake in Aqua Teen Hunger Force. That is a whoa. Leading role. He's Milkshake. Wow. Yeah, that's the main cast. I can already imagine that's what Garbella sounds like now. <laughs> <laughs> Seeing if he's Fairy? anything else we know. Oh, Chowder! Um, I wanted to see what he was in Chowder. Yeah, they says he's in Chowder. Oh, he's in Adventure Time for a lot. Life-giving Magnus. I don't know who that is. There's so many kooky characters. Yeah. and He's in it for years. Ah. Additional voices, too. He's yeah. He seems like a, a comic that uh, has a lot of voice acting comedic roles. I can imagine. Bob's Burgers, Very cool. one episode. How old is Chowder? Oh, here we go. Oh, Charles, he's Gaspacho. He's Gaspacho. What? Uh, Whoa. This guy's been... This guy's got some steady work on his resume. I'm a big That's Gaspacho awesome. fan myself. 
Yeah, I love Gaspar. And he's a very animated uh, character, too. Very, you know, he's got an accent. He's very loud. He's very, you know, enthusiastic. Yeah, and I'm feeling, yeah, I I think I have a good idea what this uh, this voice (laughs) actor is like. This, not this voice actor, this um, hut is like. Yes, Grabala. Yeah, all right. So now this one is a little harder. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah, because we have to get from the real world of Dennis Snyder into the Star Wars world. It's going to cost us a click. Can we make up for it? At least one, yeah. Dennis Snyder. I mean, I think you have to do Lego Lego Star Star Wars, Wars, the Freemaker Adventures. I think you got to go there. And see what um, that is. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm go- yeah, I think that's our best bet. Let's see. There was two seasons. Oh, maybe we should have went back to Garbella. I don't know because there's. Let's see. Oh, there! I see a picture of a B1 battle droid in Lego form. I do see one too. If oh, only we could I, click it even it. says it. Why can't we click this? Here we go. The Freemaker Adventure. Oh, B1 on Series four... Battle Droid. It's right here. How about that? Wow. I see it. Two clicks. The first one. All right. So it says three Freemaker siblings. Their old Clone Wars B1 Battle Droid is one of the main characters. Oh, we got to watch this. Wow. There's a B1 in the cast. Yeah, the droid R0GR, R0GR. a refurbished battle Called droid. Called Roger. <laughs> oh, R zero G R. I'm so dumb. What? <laughs> I love this. Oh, look, Roger's got some different parts on him. What a weird, like one click in. Yeah, well, two clicks technically. Well, yeah, but, but I mean to be that. Quick, our shortest one yet, besides maybe the moon one, was also like three clicks. Oh, and Roger has his own article page. Oh yeah, he's, he's like got, a cool Geonosian theme color. He's got a mop. Oh, one of his arms is normal battle droid color. The rest of him is like Geonosian battle droid color. His pack is normal, and he's got a mop. Ah, oh. cool guy. Whoa! So they so Rogers voiced by Matthew Wood, who had previously voiced Grievous, Watt Tambor, and other Separatist characters in the Clone Wars. In the real Clone Wars. In the Clone Wars. Wow! And then they have a quote here: "I loved playing those battle droids in the Clone Wars, and never expected them to live for more than one episode and have a character <laughs> arc, which is a dream come true." So that is a big, this is a revelation here on the Roger Roger podcast. We need to get this Lego. For sure. Oh man, we got to get this Lego and we got to watch this, (laughs) this show. Yeah, this show, this Lego Star Wars show, it's got to be on Disney Plus, right? I mean, the Free Maker Adventures. The Free Maker Adventures. It's gotta be. But I mean, 2016. Yeah, that's canon. on Disney. He is canon. He's canon, guys. Is this, is this our new favorite character? <laughs> <laughs> he, the, Roger, the B1 battle droid. Oh my, wow. His page is huge. 
He's got quite the rap sheet here. Right, let's see. He's I want to see first appearance. Now, where is this show? All right, we're going to find out where this show. Oh, this. It's got to be on Disney Plus. It's got to be. Do you think? Disney I'm... XD made it, so yeah. It's got to be, right? How many episodes are there? Two seasons. There's two seasons. 26 episodes. Oh, we could do this, Charles. Yeah, and they got to be short, too. Yeah, I would imagine. I mean, it's got a great voice acting cast. They pulling in people from the Clone well, they're Wars. 24-minute episodes. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you want to uh, watch with us, <laughs> we're going to check I mean, this out. This yeah. is a great find. Yeah, it's canon. You know, we got to look into it. And guys, this is the beauty of just diving into Wikipedia. It's such a fantastic resource. So many lore things to get into, stories to unravel. The Star Wars universe is so vast and and so deep as well. It's it's this giant ocean of world building lore that even a race that appeared in the background of Return of the Jedi has multiple Wikipedia pages that go deep into the skin condition of the race and all these other things. And they have like spiritual leaders and and goes into the meta of the character designer, the sculptor and all that. It's it's wild stuff. Here, you gotta hear a little more about Roger real quick. Okay, like fill He's us a in on veteran Roger. of the Clone Wars. He's fought in a number of battles, like from before the Battle of Naboo to wow. Geonosis, Kashyyyk. He's in all the major places. He has a, <laughs> wow. mis- a mismatched um, arm, as yes, mentioned. Yes, I saw that in the pictures. He's claimed to have fought Galactic Emperor Sheev Palpatine. I believe it. <laughs> he, claims, he claims that. He claims he claim, Why would he have fought Palpatine <laughs> in the Clone Wars? I because guess Palpatine he's the was best good. character in the entire saga. Wow. He also joined the Alliance to Restore the Republic, which we just found in another article, our first one, with the one we forgot how to pronounce. Yeah. And the later Cal- the Resistance. Dan. <laughs> At some point, R2-D2 offered Roger a demonstration of how he could launch a lightsaber, but Roger declined having an aversion to lightsabers being thrown (laughs) at him due to his service in the Clone Wars. (laughs) (laughs) He's got some traumatic stress that gets triggered Uh, by lightsabers. He's met R2 and Chief. Wow, this is... uh... He's battled Chief. And lived to tell the tale. Mm Mm-hmm. Not many can say that. Wow, what a great find. And he's been on Kashyyyk, Naboo. Like, yeah, he's he was in the midst of the entire No Star wonder Wars saga. he's got PTSD. Those mm-hmm. are some pretty intense battles. Oh, he was frozen on Hoth. That stinks. Oof. Man, don't get into the spoilers. I want to watch. <laughs> yeah. This you can't imagine how long this page is, guys. It's ridiculously detailed. <laughs> I can't believe I was like, oh, his Who name is R Zero like G R. I mean, Star Wars fans are crazy, man. I, I give props to this. Yeah, this is I something mean, an entire show I've never even heard of. And this is one of the most in-depth articles we've seen today. I mean, and I this think is, we're going to have to do a character study of Roger. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Roger came to Jakku, too. 
Well, he's been everywhere. <laughs> he's like R2, but the Battle Droid version. Yeah. He's, just, he's got his... He's been in the background of everything. BB-8 accidentally threw a ship piece at Roger. They had a little talk afterwards. Wow, he's talked to BB-8? Wow. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> um, So, Charles, we could do one more. End it there. Uh, I think you... Can we I think it this? just kills the tone of the show. Yeah, yeah. I think this going after this. This is perfect. You know, I think we just got to give some love to, um, to those content contributors over on Wikipedia for creating such a fantastic resource. I was not expecting to become as invested in some of these subjects as I have now become, and this might actually affect content on the Roger Roger podcast in the immediate future. Who knows? We'll have yeah. to convene and, and see what some of these revelations mean for the Roger Roger podcast. There's a B1 battle droid named Roger out there in, in the Lego Star Wars canon that we need to um, we need to investigate. I'm trying to see if you... He... Oh, here we go. Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens is a video game. I want to see if I could play as Roger. Because I and might buy this game. probably play as a B1 battle droid. Oh, no, but Roger. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. What was it? R0-GR? I'm not seeing it on the page. Yeah, R0-GR. Yeah. But it does say his very last appearance is in Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens DLC. So we're going to have to look into this. Oh, he's a DLC on Lego Star Wars. Interesting. It's his only non-TV appearance, I think. Ooh. Well, that's Wow, something. crazy, guys. Crazy. Crazy stuff here on the Roger Roger podcast. You never know what you're going to get when you randomly dive into Wikipedia. I can't believe we've ended up here. <laughs> I really can't. <laughs> it was meant How to be. How did this happen? This is, uh, <laughs> this the is will so of the in force. theme for the show. <laughs> People are going to think we made this up. Or at least knew about it in, in advance. Hey, I mean, I like to think I know a lot about Star Wars, but... There's always more to learn, and Lego Star Wars was never something I got into, and I guess I'm missing out, so... Yeah, I mean, I played, what, the, the old PS2? Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the um, original trilogy. And then the prequels, and then I think they made a one that was all of them. I think that was the last Lego Star There were always fantastic games. I remember great loving games. them. Great games. Yeah, great games. Mm -hmm. So, we did it, man. Yeah, we we didn't fail in our quest to get to B1 Battle Droid. Came close once, and then it was surprisingly quick. Once. Surprisingly, and how much fun it was. So, thank you all for listening. We hope you enjoyed this segment a bit off the rails, but you know what I think is fun and it gets us talking about all kinds of crazy lore in the Star Wars universe and Amen. But now it makes me want to take out my wallet and buy old comics and discontinued Legos. And yeah, even crazy. just for the cover, some of those to like hang them up or put them on your desk or something. Yeah, Star really Wars. Cool. Star Wars ninety eight. Let's yeah. see how much a copy is going for of uh, Star Wars ninety eight. Will it show me? 
Oh no, this is just a listing. Well, we'll never know. We well, will you never could know. if you dig a little, I'm sure you could know. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, it's like seven bucks, four dollars used, and there's a collectible version for seventeen dollars. Not bad, guys. Not bad. So a Roger Lego is. 12 11 to 12 bucks just for the roger lego just for the roger lego <laughs> wow i guess he's a fan favorite if you know him yeah he's a collector's item i mean they don't make them anymore yeah right oh man this probably is some cool artwork though. i'd love to have a roger on my desk yeah i mean he's he he's who he is you know this is a must-have for the Rod Roger podcast. All right, well, guys, thank you all so much for listening. We're going to do some online shopping now, <laughs> but you don't need to stick around for that. Just thank you for sticking around as long as you have on this kooky deep dive into Wikipedia. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. This was a lot of fun. Hope you, Hopefully you guys enjoyed. See yeah. you next time. See ya. Goodbye. Roger, 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 Roger,